Hi, and welcome to Quid Pros Quo. I'm Zach. And I'm Rin. And today we are talking about mentors, okay? So when we're talking about mentors, we are talking about another writer who is further along in their writing journey than you, and they have agreed to help you develop your craft. So those are the people that we're talking about, and this episode is talking about how to find them and how to work with them, not how to be one. We will get to that later. But this is how to find and work with a mentor. Yes. How to be a mentor is not really writing fundamentals. No, that's it's like not. advanced writing. Yeah, sure. Yeah, writing, writing 401. Cheese, writing 401. <laughs> exactly. So one important thing to recognize, I think, is that it doesn't really matter how much like further along in the writing process they are than you. They just have to be further along. Yeah, so if you have never written a novel before, you're just looking for somebody who has finished a novel. Like yes. that is like they can be your mentor for for right now. If you have finished a novel but you've never published a novel, find somebody who has published a novel and they can be your mentor. Mm-hmm. You don't have to find a New York Times bestselling author to be your mentor right off the bat. Exactly. And the probability of finding a New York Times bestseller who will just randomly mentor someone who has never written a novel is probably pretty low, I would say. Yeah, I think that's accurate. Set realistic goals, friends. Yeah. So, Bryn, before we started recording, you had mentioned that that this was a field that you didn't know a whole bunch about. What are some of the questions that you have about finding the mentor? I think probably my first question is, like, does it have to be, like, a one-on-one relationship? Um, I would say no. I would think that with a, a, a writing mentor, you are looking for somebody who has enough attention to provide customized feedback for for your stuff. So, for for example, in the, in the writing contest that I'm currently judging, I would not consider myself a mentor because the amount of personalized feedback I'm able to give is two paragraphs. Okay. I get to write two paragraphs at the bottom of their, of their rubric sheet to kind of talk about what's going on inside of the piece and why I graded it the way that I did because I have a a rubric. Um, So I wouldn't be a mentor in that case. What is more of a mentor relationship is being able to take somebody's or to be able to send your writing off to somebody for them to read it for them to send it back to you and say, here's some things that I would change and then be able to take it back and read it again or read something else of yours sort of thing. So... You know, a mentor could be mentoring, like, two or three or 12 people, just depending on their capacity. But I think what's important is their ability to provide personalized feedback and to be able to follow up. That makes sense. Next question. Where do I find a mentor? Okay. There are lots of ways that you can find a mentor. Um, Local writing groups. So um, I attend the League of Utah Writer meetings um, in my city, and so I get to visit with other writers and kind of see what they're up to, what they're doing, kind of thing. And we're all at different, we're all at different levels. So I can kind of pick out and say, oh, this person is further along. This person is, this person might benefit from my expertise, kind of thing. And so you can kind of situate yourself inside of the local writing group. Another another possibility is doing a a writing class. So if you are looking into doing an MFA um, or if you just want to go back to school or you have some kind of organization that offers kind of like a one-off adult writing class or it could be a youth writing class, doesn't matter. Um, 
those are also ways that you can find mentors because the teachers for those classes, provided that they are small enough, will be able to provide that personalized feedback and to be able will be able to follow up on on that feedback. Yeah, absolutely. And that was something I realized also right before we started recording is like, I don't think I have a mentor. And then you're like, I bet you do. And I thought about it for like two more seconds. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my captain professor is totally a writing mentor to me. Like, yeah, he gives me great personalized feedback on every scene and chapter I submit. So. Yeah. So those are two of like the those are two like in-person uh, ways that you can go about it. Um, there's also online. So. Mm-hmm. There are lots of different ways that you can go about it online. Um, if you, I mean, this can be even as basic as like you find, you like somebody's um, stories that they post on Wattpad or AO3 or, you know, some other fan fiction website or whatever. And you just like cold email them and say like, hey, I really enjoy your work. Would you be willing to be my mentor? And that's actually really important is that you explicitly ask for mm-hmm. for mentorship and in one form or another. So it can look like that. It can look like I one of the mentor relationships that has just kind of fallen into my lap in that I am mentoring somebody else was through a collaborative project where it became clear that I had expertise that was valuable to somebody else. So if you're working in a collaborative project, sometimes you will find a mentor doing that and the internet can help facilitate those facilitate those projects. Um so there's a lot of opportunities for online stuff. I know that the, I believe it's the Science Fiction Writers of America does a, um, does a mentor program where a whole bunch of people say that they want to be mentored. They put them all into a pot and then they do kind of like a raffle sort of thing yeah. where they'll say, okay, we're going to pair you up with this writer and they're going to be your mentor for like, a, it, it's about four months so about like a school semester um, and they're going to be your writing mentor. So that's another, you know, some organizations will will do that as well. Um, the last way that you can find a mentor is actually to remove the living person from the equation, <laughs> which has its benefits and its drawbacks. <laughs> which also, this is not like an, not innuendo, but... Um, no, you're, you're looking for a book. Okay, guys, you're looking for a <laughs> book. No, 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 no. We're looking for a book. <laughs> so you find a book about writing that is written by somebody who you admire. These could also be um, articles by a writer that you admire. Um, so last, not last week, but the week before, um, we released an episode about um, Terry Brooks and his writing book. We did The War of Art as well. Um, and we've done uh, Real Artists Don't Starve. So if you find a book about writing, um, whatever kind of book it is, that is a form of mentor. The The author of that work becomes a kind of mentor to you um, because you can use their work to look at your own stuff, go through and say, this is where this is working, this is where it's not, and this is how I can apply the you know the feedback that I'm getting from this, this static text. Yes. Um, and this is great because it's something you can go back to over and over again when it's a book. Yeah. And you can read through it multiple times and like, get more out of it every time. Like, I definitely got more out of reading 
sometimes magic works a second time than I did just the first time. Right. I looked at, like, my highlights from the first time I read it through on my Kindle, and I had, like, six highlights. Mm-hmm. But now I have, like, a full, like, half page of notes in my bullet journal. Yeah. Of, like, different things I pulled out. So. Yeah, and I had a similar experience with um, Real Artists Don't Starve is when – I read it through once just to get the information, and then I read it through again and started highlighting and pulling things out and saying, this is what I need to work on kind of thing. Um, so books can also be a form of mentor. They're not going to be able to provide personalized feedback in the way that I define a mentor at the top of the show, um, but they can still provide that feedback and help you to develop your craft if you don't have a physical person to help you along the journey. Absolutely. Um, what are some things to look for in a mentor? Okay, let's talk about this. Um, your mentor should know your genre. If you write fantasy, you should not go to somebody who writes historical fiction. Um, there are some aspects of writing that are the same in between genres, but as far as like tropes and expectations, those are completely different. So you want to find somebody who writes in your genre, and you want to get specific about your genre. So I mean, Rin, you've mentioned on the podcast before that you write fairy tale retellings. Yes. So you want to find somebody who writes fairy tale retellings and knows that genre well. Mm-hmm. Not somebody who does grimdark or somebody who does dark academia or somebody who just does fantasy in general, like adventure mm-hmm. stories. You're looking for somebody who does fairy tale retellings. Yes. And if I can think of another like mentor I have, like not a physical mentor this time, this is actually books. I look at like Marissa Meyer. Yes. And, like, she does amazing fairy tale retellings. She's, like, one of my inspirations. I'm, like, querying an agent at her publishing house right now. And I'm, like, waiting for a reply. I don't think it's going to go. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's just how querying goes. But, yeah. But nonetheless. Nonetheless. It's exciting. And you can use, I mean, uh, Marissa Meyer's brand is fairy tale retellings, right? Yes. So she's a great uh, person to emulate and to use her work as a form of, as a form of mentorship. Mm-hmm. For me, I tend to write more kind of, I would describe it as more thematic fantasy and science fiction, so I'd be looking for somebody who trends towards more of, like, the literary fiction as it relates to fantasy and science fiction. Um, But I would also want to be looking for somebody who actually knows space opera, somebody who actually knows sword and sorcery, those Mm -hmm. sorts of, those sorts of genres rather than epic fantasy. Absolutely. Um, We've already mentioned this before, but they need to have more experience than you. Things in the project you're working on. Yeah, yeah. Because I like, if I was, was trying to write like another sci-fi, then I would like want to look over a sci-fi mentor. But mm-hmm. if someone like, you know, different mentors for different projects, and you can mentor in some areas that maybe you don't need mentoring in, like all that. Yeah. Um, and then this is like the most important part okay even if like you can't find somebody even if you can just find somebody who's like roughly your same level or who is outside of your genre but can still like still knows enough to be an effective mentor the most important thing is making sure that they have good people skills and they can offer good feedback um you don't want somebody who like tears you down Mm -hmm. and you're writing you want somebody who builds you up and who is constructive so be aware of the people skills because that's that's what this mentorship relationship is about is about the people skills and being able to be like, hey, you know, I am being vulnerable by saying I know that this isn't working. So can you tell me how to fix it? And you want somebody who respects that trust and respects that vulnerability rather than taking it as an opportunity to put you down. Yes, absolutely. 
I think the last important thing is just the logistics of mentorship. Like, you have to share what you're writing with your mentor. And just like you said, you have to, like, ask your strengths as a writer and also be, like, ready to hear what your weaknesses are. Yes. Because, again, it is a vulnerable experience and it can be scary. Yeah, and I think a good mentor will teach you how to leverage your strengths and to shore up your weaknesses to the point where they no longer become a problem. Because the way to become a better writer is to leverage your strengths rather than to try and bring your weaknesses up to the lowest common denominator. Because I'm just, well, I mean, we talked a lot about Brandon Sanderson in the course of the past few weeks. Brandon Sanderson is not fantastic at writing dialogue. Yeah, It's not horrible, but it's not like... It's not, like, mind-blowing. It's not mind-blowing, right? If I want good dialogue, I go watch Andor, and I'm like, oh, dialogue. I haven't seen Andor yet. I need to. You need to. The dialogue is superb. Um, Excellent. But, you know, Brandon Sanderson leverages his world-building and his magic systems in order to make his plots interesting, and that's kind of his strength and his brand. Yeah. Um, you know, whatever author you're going to pick out, you're going to be able to say, oh, this author has strengths and weaknesses and the things that make them great are their strengths, not necessarily because their weaknesses are, you know, their weaknesses are that much closer to their strengths. So a good mentor will focus on making sure that you can get your weaknesses to like the lowest common denominator because you have to be able to write passable dialogue, even if you can't write phenomenal dialogue or you need a passable fill in the blank. Um, but once you get to the passable level, then you can focus on really honing your honing your strengths. Absolutely. Uh, I just have one more thing I was going to say. Oh, you want to like try and find a mentor whose strengths are your weaknesses, so they can help you like improve mm-hmm. your weaknesses up. Maybe not up to their level, but at least ameliorate your weaknesses. Yes. So that's important. It's like for like the compatibility of strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, that's a good thought to end on. Um, This has been Quid Pros Quo. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next week.